Hello and welcome to Talking Sports with TK. I am Tommy Chrysan. Glad to be here. Glad to have you there. I wanted to thank you for listening to this podcast. Please share it with all your friends. Let them know about it. This episode, Sports Takes with Trey and TK. That's Trey Blossman and myself. We're going to have some comments on the LSU Football National Championship, the trip to the White House, the parade on campus, the function at the Pete Maravich Assembly Center, and then, of course, going to talk about the coaching staff and recruiting, right? It's all about recruiting. We got a lot of LSU football on this episode of Sports Takes. We'll also talk about the 49ers and the Chiefs winning their conference championships and some early thoughts on the Super Bowl. Also, LSU basketball. Coach Will Wade's Tigers doing very well. Only undefeated team in the SEC. Going to have some comments about that as well on this episode of Sports Takes with Trey and TK. Trey Blossman joining us very soon. Hey, if you like to wager on sports, you want to get ready, set for the Super Bowl, check out meatandpotatoes.com. Website out of Las Vegas, meatandpotatoes.com. Small player, big player, it does not matter. Check it out. NBA action, college basketball, going to have plenty of stuff on the Super Bowl, hockey, horse racing, Major League Baseball around the corner. Please check out meatandpotatoes.com. We're going to listen to a quick message and then we'll come back. We'll be joined by Trey Blossman and put together an episode of Sports Takes with Trey and TK. Stay tuned. I'm going to have some fun, a couple of different topics for you today. Please feel free to share this podcast with any and all of your friends. Sports Takes with Trey and TK, part of Talking Sports with TK. I am Tommy Christ, and let's say good afternoon to Trey Blossman. Trey, how are you today? Doing fine, Tommy. Beautiful day in South Louisiana. Yeah, it sure is. And, and a little chilly, but sun's out, so that's a good thing. And speaking of beautiful things, there was a heck of a celebration uh, really all weekend. This LSU football team still basking in the glory of their accomplishments, the national championship the trip to the White House, the parade on campus, the celebration at the Pete Maravich Assembly Center. It's been a fun time to be an LSU Tiger fan. Absolutely, Tommy. I think now, though, it's time to put it behind us and move forward with life. A lot of people had their life on hold down here in South Louisiana. School has started. People are back to work. Uh, Mardi Gras coming up. Uh, Speaking of back to work, the LSU Tigers are going to have to get back to work, and they're going to have their work cut out for them, Tommy. Uh, of course, everybody's familiar that we're losing coaches Aranda and Brady. Not a surprise there in either case. A little bit disappointing in both cases, but that's what happens when you win in football. People, they come take your coaches. Uh, it's 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 Look, Nick Saban's been doing this for a long time. You just have to reload. You have to make good hires to fill the positions, and you have to move forward. And we got a lot of juniors leaving. That's another thing that happens when you win. It even happens when you lose. But when you win, it's magnified. I think those junior linebackers, uh, Queen and Phillips, had we not won the national championship, those guys would more than likely be coming back. But – uh, Patrick Queen really came on at the end. He was the most valuable defensive player in the national championship game. It's probably time for him to go. Uh, you know, if the money's there, you, you got to take it. It's why these kids play. They work extremely hard to stay qualified academically uh, and to get a starting job and 
Look, I, I can't blame any of these guys for leaving. I am very pleased that Jacoby Stevens is coming back. I think he will be a big-time player for LSU next year, and along with Stingley and Damone Clark will be the anchors of the defense for 2020. Uh, a couple comments I got on the White House visit that I want to uh, reiterate. I mean, everybody's read about it and seen the stuff, but one that really jumped out at me, you know, uh, communications director Michael Barnett, who's been in charge of that for LSU football for a very long time. He was told by the Secret Service that LSU was the most behaved team ever to visit the White House, said it wasn't even close. That's a tribute to Ed Orgeron and each of those young men, like 92 different players or so were there. There was there were a lot more people than that. A tremendous uh, opportunity for those people uh, to meet the president. Coach Ed Orgeron said, President Trump, he, that, that Coach O could not believe how much he interacted, how much time he spent with this football team, with these players, and, and uh, you know, wasn't in a hurry to finish it up and get to something else. So a, a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity that turned out great for not, not just for this LSU football team, but they represented the athletic department, they represented the university, and, of course, all of the fans of LSU and the state of Louisiana. Yeah, and there was not one player who didn't attend to make a political statement. And I really appreciate that because no matter what your politics are, that's not the time nor the place to do it. Yeah, so that was a good thing. Uh, footnote on the Secret Service. I, I got some info for you. You ready for this? Yes, sir. You know, President Trump attended a national championship game between LSU and Clemson. A good buddy of mine, Joe Sherman, who's the head coach and athletic director, uh, head baseball coach at Delgado, works for the NCAA for all the Sugar Bowls and the bowl games at, at the Dome. And I saw Joe this past Saturday, and I said, hey, which team did you detail? He's usually one of the guys that's walking out of the tunnel with the team, and he tells them when to go. And, of course, you know, out to enter the stadium. So I said, which team did you have? He goes, I was on the President Trump detail. I said, really? And he said he never got closer than about 10 yards to him. But he did tell me the Secret Service – arrived in seven buses there was over <laughs> 175 secret service agents assigned to that detail of president trump attending the game wow yeah i mean i knew there had to be a bunch but i didn't know there'd be seven bus loads for tommy just imagine the logistics involved with that. <laughs> <laughs> quite a lot speaking of uh logistics uh, they throw the parade on campus at lsu to the ceremony in the PMAG, I was told you could not put another person in there for that. It, it was just a, a time to bask in the, in the glory and enjoy the championship. You know, just about all the players participated in that, including Joe Burrow and Coach Orgeron and, and uh, many of the other players. It was just a fun time. Uh, weather kind of cooperated a little bit after a bad forecast. So, But, but I'm agreeing with you, Trey. You got to move on. It's great. Hanging on the wall, never forget it. I had a friend of mine text me today, said she's going to miss watching this team. She thinks, I said, well, you'll probably never see that again. She goes, I'll have to watch replays. I said, well, Trey's doing that. So, you know, <laughs> that's what you got to do. But got to move forward into the coaching staff, uh, uh, putting it back together, recruiting, recruiting, recruiting. Wednesday, February 5, we'll finish out the uh, signing period. And I'm being told they may leave a spot or two open. 
spoke to Mike Scarborough with TigerBait.com. In case there's a transfer in May uh, or after spring practices somewhere around the country that Coach O might think is a fit. So got to move forward. Got to start working for next year, kind of like Coach O said, and uh, take the momentum of all the win the, of the national championship and all the celebration and continue to go in the right direction for LSU football. Well, you know, Tommy, as I said, the, the bad news is we got a lot of juniors leaving with eligibility left. We got a lot of seniors graduating and moving on. That's the bad news. The good news is we have a lot of young talent on this team, people that are going to be stepping up and filling shoes and i think a lot of them are ready to play as i mentioned earlier clark is going to be an absolute star on the defense next year uh and i I love stevens coming back stingley there's talent there uh baskerville is a guy that needs playing time he's had limited playing time but when he's on the field he makes plays uh you know you recruit all these kids and not everybody starts as a true freshman uh to win championships, you need that fourth-year junior to step up. It's been waiting in the wings for a chance to play. He's finally going to get it. Does he perform? That's how you maintain excellence. And uh, I feel good about the team coming back, Tommy. Obviously, loads of talent on the offense. Even though we lose Justin Jefferson, we return Jamar Chase, uh, Marshall, Trey Palmer, Racy McMath. At running back, we lose Clyde, but we bring back Curry, Price Davis, Emery. Uh, probably going to bring in a freshman in the what remains of his signing class to be had. Uh, bring in a new freshman for next year. Look, at tight end, we brought in two of the top recruits in the country, including one of the very best in Eric Gilbert. We've got Pettigrew coming back. We've got Tory Carter. Quick aside, back to the presidential visit. I, I think I texted you this, Tommy. Tory Carter dates a friend of mine's niece, and he brought a hat to the White House that said, make fullbacks great again, and Donald Trump signed the hat for him. That's great. That well, look, great. we remind that's that's better than great. So we remind folks you're listening to Sports Takes with Trey Blossman and Tommy Chrysan. Gonna be a couple times a week. We got plenty of LSU stuff going forward for you uh, with this podcast. Please share it with all your friends and and uh, let them know about it. Trey, let's shift gears uh, here on Sports Takes to the NFL. You correctly identified both winners yesterday on our pick segment. Um, I was, I had one of them, right. I got the, um, chiefs, right. But I didn't get the 49ers, right. But bottom line is I think the two best teams won footnote. We will have a podcast the Friday before the Super Bowl with our thoughts and predictions and maybe a few prop bets, but Trey certainly want to get your sports take on the NFL playoffs and the early call on the Super Bowl matchup. Well, I think the most obvious thing coming out of the weekend, and I've been thinking this for some time, but he certainly verified this. Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the NFL. It's not Tom Brady. It's not Drew Brees. It's not Lamar Jackson. It's Patrick Mahomes. He is redefining the way the position is played. He was outstanding yesterday. Kansas City asleep at the wheel in the first quarter for two weeks in a row. It 
it looked concerning. It looked like Tennessee had their number, and all of a sudden they flipped a switch. Mahomes makes a couple of plays. He moves around so effortlessly in the pocket. He's got such a quick release when he does decide to throw it, and he can throw the ball from so many different arm positions. He's just a joy to watch, Tommy. Yeah, I, I think he has redefined the quarterback position uh, in the NFL, uh, along with, with some other guys uh, helping that too. But uh, it's been fun to watch. I'm happy for Andy Reid. Uh, he's one of the good guys. He's a long time, very, very good NFL coach. And I'm happy for the Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, you hadn't been in a Super Bowl in 50 years when Hank Stram, a guy you knew very well and I knew a pretty good bit, uh, got a victory, ironically, in New Orleans against the Vikings. So I'm happy for the Chiefs. 49ers have been there a lot, got a lot of titles. But, uh, you know, my early thoughts are it was the two best teams that played yesterday. And uh, as we get, you know, we got the two weeks before the Super Bowl on February the 2nd. So uh, looking forward to seeing how all that unfolds. And we'll certainly talk about it more on Sports Takes. I, I agree that two better teams won yesterday, and I think they are probably the two best teams in the league. Uh, should be a great Super Bowl game. San Francisco's not going to be able to run as well as they did yesterday. I don't think they're going to beat Kansas City throwing eight or nine passes. I don't think you'll see that again. They just they had Green Bay's number. Green Bay could not stop the run. Uh, San Francisco was very impressive. The best thing to come out of yesterday to me for the NFL, Tommy, was that there were no calls made or blown by the officials which affected who won those games. Uh, yeah, you and I had spoken about that on a previous episode of Sports Takes, and I kind of had one eye on that because I watched both games from start to finish. And fortunately, that was not an issue, not something we had to lead with today on Sports Takes. Our take on the officiating is job well done yesterday. Repeat that in the Super Bowl. Absolutely. Yes, sir. All right, Trey, uh, shifting gears again here on Sports Takes with Trey and TK. LSU basketball, I checked them out in a win against Ole Miss last week uh, on the road. And they've won like 10 straight road games in conference play. I mean, it's amazing. And they get the Florida Gators at home uh, this uh, week, Tuesday. Uh, depends on when you're listening to this. And Will Wade has kind of quietly, while all the attention to the football team, He's quietly got a pretty good basketball team going again for the Tigers. He certainly does, Tommy. The only undefeated team in SEC play at this point. Uh, look, they, they should have pulled away from Ole Miss, but Ole Miss was making shots. They were hanging around, and this is another win that LSU has had to eke it out at the end. Those help you down the road. They make you mentally tough. I like the composition of this team. As I told you off air earlier, they play a little bit taller than their real length. They've only got one big guy, and uh, they seem to dominate the boards. They're very athletic. They pound the glass. They pound the paint. They're not making a lot of outside shots because they're taking a lot of shots from in the lanes. I love the way they're playing. Uh, Eric Musselman was the former coach at Nevada, who's now at Arkansas. He's been pushing this positionless basketball where everybody can rotate and uh it, it seems to be the wave of the future even in the nba but particularly in college basketball 
where if you could put a bunch of guys out there, 6'4 to 6'7 on the court that are very athletic, you don't need the 6'10, 7-foot guys, which is good because uh, we don't have those guys. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, more attention will be paid to LSU basketball and college basketball now that uh, football season has been wrapped up. Hey, once again, this is Sports Takes with Trey and TK. Please feel free to share it with your friends. Trey will do this again later in the week. Also, uh, Tuesday evening of this week, Major League Baseball will announce the latest inductee class into the Baseball Hall of Fame. Derek Jeter's name will be on that list. I'm kind of curious. I'm hearing some rumblings about some other things and names that might be on that. We'll take a little time on that in the future. Trey Blossman, I hope you have a wonderful week and Again, we encourage people to share this. We, we want to grow this thing and blow it up. Uh, sports takes with Trey and TK, all part of Talking Sports with TK. Yeah, everybody have a great week, and we'll uh, we'll talk again later in the week, Tommy. Thank you, Trey. Yes. Sir.